Tempo Radio is on the air, live, right now. What's up, everyone? This is Colton, and welcome back to Tempo. Today we've got on an awesome guest, Dante Elefante, one of my favorite songs off their last album, Rare Attractions, called Sun Baby. Here it is. When we get back, we'll be with them, as always. Enjoy. What's up, guys? Welcome back. We're here with Dante Elefante. What's going on, man? Hey, man. I'm doing great. Doing awesome. How are you? Good, good. So thanks for coming on, man. I know we've definitely um, we've talked about having you on before. I know we just talked about, you know, last year you're on tour. Yeah. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about what happened? Yeah. So last year I booked my own tour uh, uh, from, you know, a whole nationwide tour. And at the, we only had two shows left. We we're doing Reno at the Holland Project in Santa Cruz at the Crate Place. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you cross. 
across the border from from Oregon to California, the van just the, the engine seized. There was an oil leak, and uh, yeah, we got stuck in Alturas, California, and it was a brutal. And we we were there's love. We were lucky enough to find a Home Depot that that would let us put the truck on top of a bed attached to the largest truck they have, and it was yeah. <laughs> So like you like the the you had to put like the van on the U-Haul like on, on the trailer itself on a trailer and then it was being dragged oh, by the biggest one what's like the it's like for a full house and we had, just had like yeah it's like that thirty footer yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah I don't like, well speaking of the Holland it. project yeah 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 life life on the road baby uh-huh oh man i was gonna say speaking of the holland project that's actually you guys you were the very first concert i saw in college and it was at mm. the holland project this would have been like 2014 15 i'm trying to think yeah um man that was a minute ago we were opening for um, and gardens and think- via yes yeah and that was um when you after you get you just released um it was anglo-saxon summer that was right after, it was not right after but that's kind Pretty of what close you were. yeah i think um i think i think that record had come out already uh i'm trying to think back i was thinking back on that show the other day because it was such a weird it was like right when we finished recording the record and we had like um something to say you know it was like hey yeah, this band yeah, yeah. They're, they're working with jonathan rado of oxygen like so we had some kind of leverage now to pitch the shows. And so we played with someone in San Francisco, uh, Jackal Gardner in San Francisco the night before, and then drove all the way to Reno uh, to open for Gardens and VM. We felt like, this is it. We're doing something. Yeah. You know, this is, this is the beginning. It was awesome. This is how it works. Yeah. So it was cool. But then 2014, like, it just went silent because we were pitching the record and we were with management and they're just like, lay low. We're going to pitch the record, blah, blah, blah. And they took a year of not playing shows and it was brutal oh jeez. So, yeah yeah and no i know i know you were kind of um at that point it was more of like a, a band yeah. kind of image and you're more i i would say now you're more a solo artist yeah. at least that's how i i is that something that you're kind of going for more um more like is that how it's always been is that like more of like what you're going for in the future yeah dante lafonto was always a band um you know, everyone gets older. I was the youngest one in the band. Uh, I'm I'm 30 now, so everyone was like 31, 32 ish. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just people get older. People want to do different things. Like we we did this band for a very long time, and and uh, yeah, man, we're just everyone. Everyone, we're all still friends and everything. It's just you know, everyone's yeah. doing their own thing now. And so I, this is what I love doing. So I had to move on, and then I thought to myself like. Yeah, well, I need a new band now because I the next year, I think of the next two years, um, I got accepted to South by, so I was like, oh, I need a, I need a band, and then so I kind of just cherry pick. Yeah. Oh, that's this is the best guitar player I've known because I've known him in bands for a long time. This is the best drummer I know because you know my, my friend, best bass player I know. So it was just like picking the best players around me, and now my band is just stupid tight. Yeah. 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 And, and, and remind me when you got into the Southwest, that was right after Rare Attractions, correct? Yeah. That's what, that's what we went to go promote. We went to go promote Call Me on the phone. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. And so kind of give me, um, give me a breakdown of like the creation of that. Like, what was the, the journey that I feel like yeah. you went from kind of with Anglo Saxon Summer, more of like that surf rock into more of like a little bit of that jazz soul kind of surf. I mean, you still have that surfy indie feel, but I feel like you're very, disco-y and and soul and 
all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, that, that was kind of that transition. That was a big transition, man. I had gotten in, in a, a, a car accident um, the year before. I fell asleep in the middle of the night, and and uh, I just kind of felt like, what the fuck? So I moved back to Santa Barbara from L.A. and was just kind of like, mm-hmm. like oh my god, I need to re- I need to regroup and think about what I'm doing with my fucking life. And then uh, I, my buddy has was working on this show. He's an actor, and he hit me up, and he was like, "Hey, man, could you do some music for this like?" web show we're doing and it's called parked and you can watch it on amazon right now but uh uh i went and i talked to this dude at the studio who i was like laying the tracks with he's like oh i got this empty room uh would you guys be interested in recording here and i was like yeah mm-hmm. I, that'd be awesome he's like yeah just set up it was basically the lobby of a recording studio it wasn't actually one of the studios <laughs> so we just set up in the lobby i think we gave him like seven hundred dollars uh, uh me- meanwhile yeah. that coincide co- uh, uh, it connected with the sync we got because my drummer worked for a company named, Th- named thread up and they used one of our songs in the commercial and that funded the whole record they gave us like two oh, grand. no way it gave us two grand and we used that two grand to make our attractions and um what was it so what was the what was it for what was the commercial what was the product it's a company called thread up <laughs> it's like i don't know i think they describe it as like an online thrift store where you kind of like buy and sell oh shit okay okay and my drummer what, was what working song did they pick uh, heartbeat it was from the ep something from the okay. EP. okay yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so so that was pretty cool that was pretty it was a national commercial and they gave us two grand and so we used that money and and went and hit the studio uh rented the studio used another friend's studio to do the drums because we don't know how to do the drums so rare attractions is, <laughs> is special to me because we basically did it all ourselves and uh it's like the last hurrah of the original band members were all involved and you know, me and Kevin were in the studio for literally, we had the studio for 30 days. So we used it all 30 days and we're there every day Jeez. from like, you know, whenever I got off of work, which was like one o'clock or something to midnight and just kind of, yeah, did it. Yeah. And That's the sound, crazy. and then the sound just changed, man. I was like, you know, just, this is the kind of music that I've always loved. And, um, I think I, I just, I came in the early 2010s with this sound with the indie with this indie surf sound which i loved at the time i was like mm-hmm. obsessed with real estate and best coast and girls and in 2009 and when i started dante in 2010 that was just like what i loved and i i still love that yeah. music but like i grew out of it and i think a lot of people did. i don't know it just seems like a very early 20s sound to me and now that i'm in my 30s i want to make a more mature sound i guess yeah <laughs> Yeah, one hundred percent. And I feel, and I mean, I'm I'm loving the 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 route you're going. I know. Last night I was actually I was out with some people, and I, I had brought up I brought up your music. I was like, oh, I'm gonna talk to this guy, um, and 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 pulled up a song, and the first thing someone says is, oh, this is like some '80s, you know, '70s <laughs> disco. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's totally the vibe, and like, I'm I'm super. I I love that kind of music. Thanks, I love like that. Um you know, like that older, just soul R and B. And then to mix a little bit of that rock and roll yeah. in there. Like, I feel like you're getting all the, you're hitting all the nuts on there and it's awesome. Like, I'm so stoked to see it. And, um, just really, I know like one of my, I'm trying to think if I even have it out. One of the, when I was at that, the concert, I bought the, the single, the never trust the junkie. Oh single yeah. Vinyl. That KCSB. Um, we made that with the radio station. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what was on the B side Kobe. of that. Was it, um, yeah. Kobe. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, great, great little vinyl. I love that little thing, and I'm like, I, 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 it pops up every once in a while, and I love showing it to people because it's just such a cool sound. It's a rarity, yeah. Um, 
is okay. So is the next? I know you have a new album coming out. Yeah, that's right. Mid-century modern romance. Yeah, is that going to be on vinyl? I'm, yeah, I'm just going to ask for myself right now. Yes, it's Sick. it's, it's going to be on vinyl. You can pre-order it now at BornLosersRecords.com. Yeah, they're they're the label out of Philadelphia Sweet. who's putting it out. Yeah, it will be. I did not press the last record on vinyl, and I'm really <laughs> bummed because I really like track listed it thinking it was gonna be on the record but then we'd never found a label for it and then i was like oh i'm gonna put it out myself but then like i never got around to re- i'm gonna release it yeah i will release rare attractions one on day. vinyl at some point very soon i don't know when one day yeah <laughs> yeah one day now and the new one that it's produced with paul cherry is that correct yeah paul cherry is awesome. great have you listened to his music of course, of yeah, course, he's awesome. And when when I saw that, I'm like, and and who else brought him up? Um, I think we had Holla. Yeah, you, you ever heard of Holla? Oh Hala? yeah. Um, he sings what is he was on about probably over two years ago. Oh wow. And I went and when he and he was the first person that introduced me to Paul Cherry. Like, oh, that's music. awesome. And yeah, when I saw him, like I totally get that vibe of like his his music within like your realm of music as well yeah i um, uh i first heard uh i was on tour at south by and promoting call me on the phone and and i saw an article while i was sitting in the van that compared his new record uh noisy did like um a piece on paul cherry and it compared it to like paul mm-hmm. uh, paul mccartney and i was like oh i gotta i gotta listen to this like if, if it's getting a big yeah. article and it says it's that so i went and listened to the record as soon as i got home from tour because it's just, I don't know, it's just hard to, like, really give your full attention to a, a record when you're just sitting in the van. It's loud. Our van was super <laughs> noisy and couldn't really hear music that well on it. Um, yeah. And you're trying to focus on your music, too. Yeah, <laughs> like totally. You're, you're like, traveling, you're shows and traveling. And so I, got, I came home and listened to it. And I was like, this is amazing, man. Like, all the, all the, all the, uh, the musical references. I was like, me and this guy could be best friends. And so I just, like, <laughs> bugged him a lot and uh booked him a show in santa barbara and and yeah now we're we're really close like it, and that's why i was like dude you got can you produce my next record like so cool yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah, yeah I, and i think it's a great matchup between the two like it's an awesome team member team like uh, team going on there to yeah. me awesome music and the single that you released las vegas which is special to me because that's where i'm at right yeah now. oh you're in um, now and yeah yeah oh, i'm cool. out here uh and i just moved back actually from reno but mm. um yeah, I mean the the video is awesome. I'm I'm doing the video. The sounds awesome. You've released a couple singles so far. Yeah. I know you've released Emotion, Ninety Days, Las Vegas, yep. and Jenny, which is I think my personal favorite. Oh, of, nice of all of them, but but they're all great. But <laughs> yeah, you know enough to get by that. So yeah, I mean, it, Vegas. Why Vegas? Man, uh, living in Santa Barbara my grandmother when we were growing up was obsessed with Las Vegas, and we would go all the time. She loved gambling and. And uh, uh, we don't we have we have a casino over here. We have the Chumash Casino. It's an Indian um, on an Indian reservation. And but like it just wasn't the same. So we always went to Vegas and it was like what a five hour drive. So it, that's not that much to yeah. us. So it's yeah, we go all the time. But we, we rarely stayed on the strip. We stayed at a place called the Gold Strike in Jean nevada and uh I, oh, while we were making the while we were making the music video we drove by it as we were leaving and i was like oh it's yeah. called dicks now and like my yeah. childhood yeah. just washed away i was like oh no yes the gold strike that is old school, I'm, i man. feel i was really sad <laughs> we drove by and it was a dicks or no terribles sorry terribles <laughs> 
Oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the, the gas station. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's is, that's the really big – I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold Strike. Gold Man, Strike, yeah. The, all the old casinos – those old casinos, like you get down to like Fremont mm-hmm. Street. like, um, And um, there's some weird, weird places when you get down there. Yeah, uh, it's only, It almost feels like you step into like a different realm <laughs> of – of reality you know what i mean no just it's the like, people you're like there's no way that you're real there's just that little glimpse of of what it used to be <laughs> like the, like i guess it's called yeah. terribles now but uh the gold strike was like super old man and i went there a couple years ago because as soon as i turned 21 i was like oh me and my friends we went like oh like i don't know a couple times a year and uh yeah. Uh, even though I was just, I, I like Vegas now in my thirties way more than I liked it when I was 21. There's way less expectation. <laughs> and it's just kind of like looking at things and having fun and versus then where my, I don't know. Uh, that's a very long story, but um, <laughs> I went to gold strike before it changed ownership and it was the exact same. I was like, Oh, this is why this place is failing obviously. But I love that it had the same exact arcade games. It had the massive blitz and NBA jam. Like, yeah. Yeah, those oh, yeah. those things are awesome. Like, I miss- it's nostalgic. Yeah, it's nostalgic. That's what that's what people like about it. I know we have um up in north or not north. Yeah, a little bit north of Vegas, we have a place called Mesquite, Nevada, mm. and they always um, advertise themselves as the the way Vegas used to be. Right, um, I like that. You know, but it, it it just ends up being a bunch of you know eighty year old retirees, and it's in the middle of the desert. There's nothing you know. There's nothing cool about it. It's a, it's like an hour and a half drive. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> you know, and I and you especially. I mean, I'm sure you've driven through parts of Nevada and California. You get out there. There's a lot of people that I've I have friends from back east, and it's like a lot of these areas. They're just in the middle of nowhere, man. Totally. <laughs> like, there's nothing. Totally. There's nothing. Uh, I like I like, like playing uh, I like playing Reno and Nevada man. Those places are so fun. Like uh, we stayed at the Pepper Mill in Reno last time we played. Oh yeah, yeah, that place is that awesome. awesome. Yeah, and then, uh, that's actually was it... trying to think where it. else uh, we played at Bunkhouse Saloon in Las Vegas. Have you been Bunkhouse. there? I'm not sure where that is. I think it's by Fremont, but everyone was just like, yeah, like a gang showed up after our set and like the show was over. <laughs> We just oh, packed God. up our shit and left. That's, oh Lord, I did Well, Peppermill. I'm pretty sure that's where the Arctic Monkeys shot their um, cover for. Anyways, they're oh they're, really? They're, they're, I'm almost positive. Yeah, Dude, we got thirty five dollar rooms. Like, it was amazing. Thirty five dollars. Yeah, it was like a Monday no or a Tuesday. Way. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, you know, not a lot of people are going to Reno, and and every once in a while, I mean, so you've been there. You're familiar yeah. with the place. I would. I would be downtown and, you know, you'll see like families walking around downtown and it's like, there's no way. Why are you coming here for vacation? <laughs> you know, out of all the places you could go. <laughs> Reno's, Reno's, Reno, you know, Reno's one of those places that's changing though. Like a, a bunch, isn't it? Like I heard it's like Reno and trying. and Boise, like wealthy Californians are moving to mm. Reno and Boise. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I mean, is that just a stereotype or is it really slow happening? Oh, dude, without a doubt, without a oh. doubt. When I moved to Reno about five years ago, um, so like for an apartment, you can get an apartment for like 500 bucks, right? That's great. And and you're right. And a lot of shit, a lot of stuff was like definitely dingy, old, rundown. That's what a lot of people thought about Reno. Yeah. And then, yeah. So when Tesla, Tesla built this big ass factory out mm. in the middle of the desert and they brought a bunch of people and. They ended up having to use the university's dormitories 
to mm-hmm. house Tesla mm-hmm. employees. Well, so that caused more issues and then students couldn't get into the dorms. And then, so then the city didn't want to approve more real estate being built, but you had all these people moving in. So then Google built, Boeing built, mm. Apple built, um, all in Reno. Um, and yeah, it's not, a, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a California thing, but it's, you know, more people coming in and then the Reno people, the Reno city government was like, we don't want to approve more, more funding for a wow. building. Cause we want to keep Reno small. Um, so those apartments that were four or 500 bucks, they're when I left about two months ago, close to 18, oh, no. for the same apartment. Um, however, downtown has, um, they're doing a lot of work with getting in, you know, more more local businesses, more um, like restaurants yeah. and bars and stuff, which is cool because Reno is definitely like that local community. I know when they opened a, a Chick-fil-A, there was riots because <laughs> um, people didn't want, you know, people didn't want uh, outside. Yeah, that's like and- that's like Santa Barbara. Same thing. Same here. Yeah, like totally. You know, people hate. I hate that Chick Fil A. The line is massive, <laughs> like, and it just sticks out into the street because you know we don't have yeah. the space like that. That exactly. It's they they it's like it's like Trader Joe's, Chick Fil A's, and Dutch Ridiculous, Bros. Yeah, you, they build them in small ass parking lots. Yes, it's on yeah. purpose. It's got to oh, be. On I haven't purpose. been to a Dutch Bros in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> They're great when you need like a lot of caffeine it's, and sugar, like to pick. It's like their drinks are like yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a drive through, right? <laughs> and it has like a little the little house. Yeah, it's yeah, like a little man. Hut. It's like and they do like coffees and I I know I took a I was on a road trip with a buddy and took them there for the first time and they do these things. They're like their own mm. energy drinks. They're like big slushies, but oh dude, they've got to be like you know like 128 ounces type <laughs> shit. And you know they're the size of your torso, and they've oh, got it. You know they got a pound of sugar, <laughs> and oh, it's like, man, yeah, it's the most American thing you can get, but it's perfect. My and old when drummer you're Tommy for a long would, time. Yeah, my old drummer Tommy would do that, and then we just go like, all right, let's finish the drive, like next city, like, and just like pound a massive coffee, like so funny. Yeah, dude, it's like cheap Adderall. It's yeah, like, or like cheap. It's like it's like regular Coke for the most part, you know. <laughs> but but we'll go cheap Adderall. Same shit, you know. Yeah, um, totally. Other than yeah, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, man, Reno, it's a cool place. Definitely, I, I get awesome. Santa Barbara. I was actually, I was in Santa Barbara last week, I think. Oh, really? Um, and yeah, yeah, John, for um, for work, but it reminds me a lot of Reno. The yeah. vibe of like that small town community and yeah, um, very um, small. Like, there's not a lot of chains. There's not a lot of industry. There's just it's just very um, quaint. Yeah, we finally got a Target. <laughs> Like we finally got a target. Really? And now there's two targets. There's like a, a mini one and a big one. Uh, and it's on, it only got approved because it's technically in Galita. And Galita has its own oh, thing going okay. on. So but but yeah, Walmart's targets, all those type of things are very like, no, we don't want that here. But then they, they say that <laughs> and then they, they, there's a massive Amazon store now in Santa Barbara. <laughs> it's like okay, you got wait, like an actual store. A store. And an office, really? like the offices are on top, and then below is like a a thing you can get food. I haven't been inside, is that one of the and ones I don't know if I ever like... will. <laughs> no I know they're doing something where you can like walk in and oh. you can just grab stuff, and and when you walk out the door, it's supposed yeah. to charge you. But I feel like that's setting up a lot of um, room for yeah, failure. yeah. I went to one of those yeah. uh, in Chatsworth, California. We were visiting me and my girlfriend. We were visiting some friends and um we went to one afterwards and yeah it's 
it's like a Whole Foods, but with like tech, with like Alexa and shit. But it's not that great. Like, I don't know. It's not that, it tastes like Whole Foods. It's all like Whole Foods. Like, yeah, it's not that great. Whole Foods. Yeah. Better. Well, shit, they bought. Whole, they Foods, Whole Foods is better. Foods. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. They did buy Whole Foods. Dude, I've been to Whole Foods all year. I've, I've heard... Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I used I'm to go just... all the time, and I switched over to Trader Joe's once yeah. um, Once Amazon took over. <laughs> once Amazon took over, and once the pandemic started, I'm like, what am I doing? I don't need that yeah. salad bar Why as much I... as I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't need to spend $26.99 on some cheese cubes and some salami. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, but it is good. I'll give them that, but it, it, I'll stick. I'm trying to think. Trader Joe's, man, solid. Yeah, that's that's my go-to. Totally, that's yeah. My go-to. I do, I do love a good. So, Jenny, is that about your girlfriend? Yeah, that's my girlfriend, Jenny. Uh, and then I put her on the on the okay. uh, single art too, and I think she's happy about that. Uh, <laughs> I think that's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a photo of us. Uh, we were helping my buddy. He he works for like a couple alcohol brands and there's a beer festival in santa barbara and that's a photo of her just taking a sip from from a beer it was like from a uh a disposable that i was like oh good i, I got these disposables i need i yeah. need to purpose them in like some way like but they, yeah they're perfect they're perfect yeah. perfect aesthetic for for a cover for a mm-hmm, cover totally picture. yeah and that's yeah that's Always my girlfriend is. jenny so, we met uh almost three years ago now so pretty crazy Nice. Well, congrats, man. Thanks. Congrats. Man. And congratulations on the new album. And it's Thanks. coming out um, uh, early January, right? January 8th, 2021. Oh, damn. Yeah. Two the weeks. First week. In two weeks. Yeah, it's getting close, man. Almost. It's, it's hard to promote the record right now because, like, nobody's on their phone. Everyone's, like, traveling or <laughs> like, doing something. Mm-hmm, for like, unfortunately, yeah. traveling uh, back home, wherever they're from. And, yeah, for the holidays. So it's kind of hard to promote the record right now. But, yeah sweet yeah well i mean january 8th i'll be stoked to hear it i know we'll be playing it here what before we take off though what's give me two two of your favorite let's go with one of your new singles pick one of them and then also from all of your discography pick one song that's your favorite that we can play to end the show on um not to put too much pressure on you uh one of my favorite new favorite songs on this record is probably going to be 90 days I feel like that's just okay. That one just hit the spot for me. I was like, "Oh, this is that like '90s R&B vibe that like I really love." And yep, uh, that that gave me a chance to write something like that. And then my favorite Dante song um, of all time is probably Twenty Trees," and I didn't write that one. That was my old guitar player Kevin. But that one gives me a lot of feeling. Like that that one takes me back to like, oh, maybe it's because I didn't write it. But like it, it takes me back to like when we were recording it and it just reminds me of him. I don't get to see him that much because he's living in Davis going to law school. And, you know, yeah, it's uh, I, I yeah, do, I do miss those guys a lot. And uh, yeah. So 20 trees. Well, hell yeah, man. Well, thank you. 20 trees. We got to we'll start with 90 days. First yeah. Off. Um, also, you guys can catch you have your own podcast. I do. Telefonte podcast. Is that? So where can we watch that on on all streaming platforms? Uh, yeah, YouTube. I think uh, I, I'm really trying to build out my YouTube channel right now. So um, the Don Telefonte podcast every Tuesday. I usually upload them around 6 a.m. so people can wake up and it's just there. And uh, I've had people like Jerry Paper, Chris Cohen, uh, the guys from Foxygen, people like that on, on the podcast so far. And it's been really great. Spencer Tweedy. Yeah, and, and it's, it's been, been a great way to connect with people. 
uh, in such a weird year. It's like nice to talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least this is the rise of Zoom calls I know. And, and virtual interviews. It's totally. great. It's the future. <laughs> <laughs> at least it, there's some silver lining, right? Yeah. Um, no, I'm ready well, for this future again, to be over with. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so again, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was great talking you. with you, brother. Um, we're going to switch right over to 90 Days. Thanks, everyone, for watching. And you can check out Dante Alafonte. Check out the new album, January 8th, Mid-Century Modern Romance. Here we go. Talk to you, things you do. When you're gone, I'm you. It's so wrong, what am I to do? The follow through with your love. It's all
Around. 